This is the Cocktail Nation, broadcasting from the Sydney Penthouse. And now, your bartender, the Lounge Lothario, Coop Cooper. Tonight, it's all Christmas music, as requested by you. Some cool tracks to get you into the Christmas season and a couple of special guests tonight. Cocktail Kev from the Tiki Bar and Lounge in Richmond. He has a Christmas drink recipe for us tonight. And if you're looking for a Christmas present for that lounge Lothario in your life, well, Dr. Tiki from Tiki Bar TV is swinging by with a present that might just be perfect. Right now from the album Swing for a Crime, this is Patsy Ray and the Beatniks with Beatnik Wish. This is the Cocktail Nation Music.
Mumbo Zombies with their version of Silver Bells. Well, with all the parties going on right now, I thought we should probably provide you with a special signature drink that you can serve at your next swank affair. So everyone will see you as the perfect host with incredibly swank taste. So to help us get there, Cocktail Care from the Tiki Bar and Lounge in Richmond joins us. Well, I can't, I can't take all of the credit for this drink because um, I was working, uh, working at it uh, with Remy, who's our other bartender. Uh, she works on Friday nights at the moment or, or whenever we need her. Um, she's, uh, she was actually a, uh, a nominee for Bartender of the Year this year and she went up to Sydney and represented the bar in Sydney. Uh, she didn't get through, unfortunately, but, you know, well done to her for getting uh, yeah. as far as she did. Um, but anyway, we worked uh, for hours, toil for hours and hours <laughs> on Saturday trying to come up with a recipe that would uh, would fit this auspicious occasion. Yes. Um, and we thought, what better way to represent the tiki bar than choosing an obscure ingredient that no one's going to be able to find. So the, <laughs> the drink that we've come up with um, uses a fantastic dark rum that was, uh, was created a few... Um, maybe a couple of years ago yeah. by uh, the 42 Below Vodka Company. Um, they, uh, they started to create some rums just before they were bought up by Bacardi, and so now you can't get that rum because obviously Bacardi don't want to compete with themselves. Yeah. So the rum is called Tahiti Dark. The drink that we've designed has got 30 mils of that. That's the base for the drink. Okay. It's got 25 mils of a dry sherry. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got 20 mils of chocolate syrup. Right. So that's a Monin chocolate syrup. Um, it plays really well with the Tahiti Dark. The Tahiti Dark it basically tastes like Christmas cake. It's not like a rum you've ever tried before. <laughs> it's just amazing. Lots of, uh, lots of raisin and sort of fig and all of those really festive flavours. So we thought it would play very well with the sherry, you know, uh, the, uh, the sort of Christmas you might have with your grandma. Yeah. Um, and the chocolate syrup just to sort of bring it home for some like uh, wintry goodness for those of you in the, uh, in the Northern Hemisphere. Um, not so much for us, but regardless. <laughs> um, so you put all those ingredients in a shaker, yep. uh, shake them all up as hard as you can and strain them into a, a chilled uh, cocktail glass. That, is that with ice in the shaker? Yeah, yeah, sh- yep. ice in the shaker. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Uh, shake it all up and then strain it into a chilled cocktail glass mm-hmm. and garnish it with a chocolate-dipped cherry if you're able to get one. Now, uh, now, just go back uh, a step uh, with the glass, because I know glass is always important. Um, yep. it, you said a cocktail glass. Uh, classic, 
classic martini cocktail glass. Classic yep. martini cool. cocktail glass. Gotcha. Preferably a 90ml glass if you can find one. Right. Uh, most of the cocktail glasses, most of the martini style glasses that you see around these days are much, much bigger than that. Yeah. The ones that you get from uh, uh, from your sort of uh, homeware sort of shops. Okay, so, so if, you can, if you can find a nice classic uh, 90ml cocktail glass, that would be ideal. Also works well as a uh, as a champagne saucer, very uh, classic 1930s style uh, champagne saucer. Mm-hmm. Mm. Beautiful. Okay, so we've got the, 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 the garnish on the top. Yep, with a cho- chocolate dipped cherry, and you just drop that right into the bottom and have it when you finish the drink. Now, has this got a name? Actually, funny you should mention it. We didn't think of anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> I suppose I suppose it's got rum in it. So, yeah. Uh, it almost classifies as a as a as a tiki cocktail. So maybe a very tiki Christmas. A very tiki Christmas. I like that. We'll lock that in. All right. No worries. Kev, thanks for taking the time out to uh, to have a think about this and put it together for us. I'm going to uh, write down all of these ingredients. We'll put them up on the website for people to check out. And if they'd like to make that for Christmas, well, they can do so and enjoy. No worries, Coop. And a Merry Christmas to you, and thanks so much for your contributions. And I hope to get down to Melbourne real soon to see you all oh, and hang out. For sure. We're, we're hanging out to see you in the new year, definitely. <laughs> Good on you, Kev. Thank you. No worries, Coop. Thanks for the call. The Santa Claus and the stories you've been told. Does Santa really dress in red and live up where it's cold? Are Donner, Blitzen, and the rest the reindeer on his sleigh? Does it go flying in the sky with toys for Christmas Day? Does Santa know just who's been good and those who have been bad? And does he land on chimney tops with toys to make you glad? Do you believe in Santa Claus and do you think it's true that Santa really comes around with Christmas gifts for you? When you're asleep And fill up all your stockings With some things for you to keep And have you ever stayed up late And while you nod your head You think you catch a glimpse of him But you wake right up in bed Just how does Santa fit inside the chimneys that are small? You ask so many questions that I think you've asked them all. Well, you must stop your wondering. Don't ask your ma's and pa's. You see, the story's really true, for I am Santa Claus. See the story's really true cause I am Santa Claus. This is the Cocktail Motion. In the lane, snow's glistening A beautiful sight, all we're happy tonight Walking in a winter wonderland Gone away, is a bluebird here to stay Is a new bird, he's singing a song As we go along, walking in a winter wonderland Well in the meadow we can build a snowman and pretended he is puzzled round. He'll say, are you married? We'll say, no, man. But you can do the job when you're in town. Later on, we'll conspire as we dream by the fire. 
To face unafraid of the plans that we made Walking in the winter wonderland In the meadow we can build a snowman And pretend that he's a circus clown We'll have lots of fun with Mr. Snowman Until the other kiddies knock him down Oh, when it snows Ain't it thrilling Though your nose gets chillin' We'll frolic and play the Eskimo way Walking in winter wonderland Merry Christmas, everybody, and God bless you. This is the Cocktail Nation.
Cocktail Nation Cube Cuba broadcasting from the Ultras Wank Penthouse here in Sydney. And Jackie Gleason with I'll Be Home for Christmas. Dean Martin before that and Winter Wonderland. I just love those famous Dean Martin quotes. And here's one. He says, I've got seven kids. The three words you hear most around my house are hello, goodbye, and I'm pregnant. Billy May before that, do you believe in Santa Claus? Now, Tiki Bar TV is a short video series distributed as a vodcast or a podcast produced in an apartment. Tiki Bar has a very low budget, but it is very, very funny. If you haven't seen it, make sure you do check it out, tikibartv.com. Jeff McPherson and Kevin Gamble produce this. The character of Dr. Tiki is played by Jeff McPherson. He joins me tonight. Jeff, the DVD is out now. Right, we finally, for the first time, released season three and four on DVD uh, so that people can enjoy the full glorious resolution. Every pixel is exactly where it was intended. And so uh, um, we just had a, actually a launch party in Los Angeles, of all places, at, a, uh, at an old 1958 uh, tiki Bar called the Tonga Hut. Tiki Bar TV really has developed cult status, hasn't it? Yeah, and it's been really nice. Uh, I, I can say that we really enjoy the cult status that we have. It's a lot of fun. Um, people dress up like us for Halloween. We, they, they, I find quotes from our show just sort of in random blogs or, or forums here and there. It's, uh, it's really caught on with a small but dedicated audience. Now, I believe a couple of years ago you were featured as part of an Apple launch of vodcasting and podcasting. Yeah, we actually started podcasting. People forget that Apple did not invent podcasts. We started this podcast department uh, for fun. By the time Apple, which I think was about maybe eight months later, or five or six months maybe after we started video podcast, they decided they were going to start supporting podcasting and specifically uh, adding video podcasts as well, which was remarkable because when we started, nobody, I couldn't find anybody who could explain to me what video podcasting was, trying to get one off the ground, and there was literally nobody out there who could help. So uh, by the time Apple launched, uh, we had, I guess, maybe eight or nine episodes already, so we were one of the few video podcasts that existed, and, and it had a number of episodes already. So he used us as an example in the keynote speech when he launched the iPod with video support. As far as popularity is concerned, did the show kick off straight away? No, it didn't kick off right away for us. Um, I, I thought it would be fun if maybe 500 people watched the show. So we were originally, I think our website was a blogger. It was like tikibartv.blogspot.com. Um, we didn't even have a website. Um, and I was very much looking forward to having the first Tiki Mail. I thought that would have been a sign of great success that a viewer had actually written into us on their own. It took a while. It wasn't so long ago that you know I was checking that Gmail account just waiting. Do you find that people ask when the show will be a proper TV show on cable or free to air? Uh, from all sides too, yeah, within the industry. You know, we've met with a number of networks. Um, it's interesting. It's this experimental stage still where network we'll, we'll meet with and they'll say, oh, well, you know, we like your show. Uh, it's a little too weird for television. Could you see a TV version of it or would you be interested in making a TV show for us? And so and we come back and we pitch them a TV show and they say, wow, that's really, you know, they use the word creative almost, <laughs> almost as a negative thing, you know. They're looking for something much more mainstream on television. Uh, more, than, more than a few times uh, um, the BBC or, or, or Britain has been suggested for some of, you know, as a possible uh, place. It would be more receptive to some of the TV shows that we pitched them. We kind of, you know, decided a while ago that we were in this, we were in the new media uh, because, you know, this, this, that there's something very different about what we're doing now. Although we're using limited resources and we'd like some more, um, the buck stops with us. We have final say and direct communication with the audience. We, you know, we get direct feedback from them. And there's a real community. There's a real. Uh, there's not as much separation at all between audience and creators, content creators or producers. And we're really enjoying that. And the, and the medium really is a big part of the show. Now we may reassess that. I'm sure you know we may reassess that in the new year and, and decide that because advertisers have been slower come than expected, and there's a downturn now. It seems we may find that we're revisiting our, you know, our interest in being exclusively online. I gather it takes a lot of planning and scripting. Uh, to say it's scripted would be generous. When we first started shooting, it literally was, you know, friends would come over and uh, work out an idea in the first hour, you know, while enjoying a cocktail, and then we would shoot for a few hours. 
and then go and try and make sense of it in the edit suite. Um, and then gradually, we decided to scale up, you know, uh, quality and started using more equipment, lights and mics and things like that. We 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 have now an outline, a one-page outline, which basically says uh, something happens. The, the, the bar fills with fog. So and so shows up. He has some ideas. You know, his ideas aren't even written down necessarily. It just says, you know, uh, the Duke of Earl will have some ideas as to what the problem might be. But Johnny Johnny disagrees. And so that's our scripts. You can imagine that while you combine that with some, you know, a lot of friends and a fair amount of cocktails with a lot of outtakes. Episodes are uh, on average about six minutes now, and our, our raw footage is about three hours. Wow, that's a lot of editing. Each week. Lala does a dance to start the show, which is always hilarious. How did that come about? Why, why did that dance? Uh, oh, right. She didn't used to dance at the beginning. What happened was, uh, I think in like episode three, we decided we were going to have, one of the problems was going to be there was going to be new, no music in the program. You know, was, for some reason, the TV gods were angered and there was no music. Obviously, we had to have music at the beginning of the episode, and we said, okay, Lala, you do a dance, and then the music will come to an end, and there'll be panic. But that dance was so popular. That now it is the opening. Well, make sure you check out the DVD at TikiBarTV.com. Yeah, and after you check out the show, come and visit us on our website because we've got a really great community set up there. And Lala and Johnny Johnny and I are always always around ready to chat. And uh, we have an online party, if you will. Thanks for joining us on the show. Thank you, Cooper. Make sure you do check out TikiBarTV.com. Enjoy the show. Purchase the DVD. Here's Johnny Mercer, Jingle Bells, Conctonation. <laughs> Dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh All the fields we go, laughing all the way Bells on bobtail ring, making spirits bright What fun it is to ride and sing a sleighing song tonight Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Hey! Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. There's nothing new about jingle bells. You wanna know? Here's the verse that your daddy sang when he was mommy's beau. A day or two ago, I thought I'd take a ride, and soon Miss Fanny Bright was seated by my side. The horse was lean and lank. Misfortune seemed his lot. He got into a drifted bank, and then we got upset. What? Bells, bells, all the way. I don't know who's playing them bells, but I wish they'd sound their age. Hey! Bells, bells, all the way. Oh, listen to the very merry melody we Christmas. 25 years ago, my grandfather broadcast the first of these Christmas messages. I very much hope that this new medium will make my Christmas message more personal and direct. Cocktail Nation via the World Wide Web. MySpace.com forward slash Lounge Lothario. Dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh. Laughing as we go. Happy all the way Round the town we ride Makes no difference where With my baby 
horse to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Hey, jingle bells, jingle bells, they just seem to say that the merry Christmas time can't be far away. Riding through the night with the one you love and love. Glistening snow upon the ground, glistening stars above. Just the way it was in the long ago. Old Dobbin is our friendly guide, riding through the snow. Nation. Played Martin Denny with Exotic Night there and Lena Horne jingle all the way before that. Now, whilst they had the big 50th anniversary title 50 to 1, which is in stores now, I tell you what, I've got to say, I've read the book and it is fantastic. It would make the perfect stocking stuff for someone who enjoys good old-fashioned crime stories. And I've read a few reviews and they've been very, very generous. The Seattle Times called it a doozy. Bookhound called it simply the best kind of pot boiler. And the complete review called it a very popular pulp ride. Coming in January, Charles Arday tells me that Killing Castro is out by Lawrence Block. Now, it hasn't been published in almost 50 years. And how about this? It was actually never published under Block's real name. So, there you go. Another Christmas gift idea. You'd also head over to worldespionagebureau.com to order the book by Bill Wrights. There's a book about Emma Sumac, which you can get through YBK Publishers and also Amazon. It's called The Art Behind the Legend, and it's by Nick Lemansky. 
Vic Flick's book, Guitar Man, from James Bond to the Beatles and beyond, that's available. So many artists, musicians and authors that we've spoken to this year, and I certainly encourage you to get out there, support them by purchasing their product for Christmas. Let's keep the land soon alive by spreading that wealth around and keeping the artist in business. They can keep on producing more great stuff for you. Here's Wayne Newton, Mr. Vegas, and Let It Snow. Let it snow. Let it snow. That ain't going to be happening in Australia, I can tell you. But the fire is so delightful And since we've no place to go Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow It doesn't show signs of stopping And I brought some corn for popping The lights are turned way down low Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow When we finally kiss goodnight How I'll hate going out in the storm But if you really hold me tight All the way home I'll be warm The fire is slowly dying And my dear We're still goodbying, but as long as you love me so, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. When we finally kiss goodnight, how I hate going out in the storm. But if you really hold me tight. And my dear, we're still goodbying. But as long as you love me so, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. It's me, Santa Claus. <laughs> I just thought I'd say how much I'm looking forward to clambering down your chimney this Christmas Eve. Into your home, under the cover of darkness, while you sleep, totally unaware of my presence. Ha 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 ha! Don't worry, I'm not real. Thank you. 
Talk to Nation, Coop Cooper with you and George Shearing and Billy May, Snowfall Cha Cha. Played the Capitol Studio Orchestra and Cha Cha all the way before that. Now, a lot of people ask me, what is it like in Australia at Christmas? One answer hot. It's summer here. Many people have their Christmas outside in the backyard. In fact, the classic Australian barbecue is the way most people celebrate by the pool in Hawaiian shirt and shorts. It's not bad. But the cool thing is that there's always plenty of events on across Sydney over the summer period because it's fantastic weather that we have at this time of year. Back into the music right now, Jimmy McGriff, Santa Claus, coming to town. Thank you. 
Julie London. I'll leave you with Tony Rochelle Larson and a cool New Year's Eve song called Bear Rug. Stay hip.
So like I say, New Year's comes just once a year. At the first of the year, Daddy-o, and I'm not talking trash. I'm not talking Bo Diddley when I relate to you cats some big facts. This time, this New Year's, it means something like look ahead, like take care of this prison of the mind, like take a bath, like fix up your pads, dads. I'm talking to all you people, and I'm talking about a man swinging and a message. The whole bit, I mean, see? Like I'm standing on a big ice cube with a big bear giving me that dig you for dinner look. And I say, cool. It's cold, real cold, like freezing. And a crazy bunch of Eskimos are coming on with weird bits like tossing each other up in blankets. And I'm thinking, I'd like to be under a blanket in Biloxi or anywhere, man. Because I'm there. I'm an Alaska man cooling a polar bear. Like some chick wants an and panda rug, so I go to bed. I come down, man, in the middle of this big piece of U.S. government. Like I'm in polar bear land. Like Sourdough says, if you're gonna be a bear, be a big grizzly, daddy-o. So I figure I shoot my baby a bear if she digs one. But this bear, see, he's got no eyes for being bug, much less being a rug. No how. Looks for a while like I'll be playing the rug bit in the bear's pan. Man, like, I'm not dragged with this thing. I'm not brought down. I'm thinking maybe I'd better cool this bear and get to see some of this new year. You know what I mean? It's like you're alive, man, and you like it that way. So I tell this bear, let me take your laundry. I'm the laundry man. I say, let me have your thread. I say, square bear, give me your fur coat. It's cold up here. And that bear, he looks at me and say, you want me to show you everything? And he do, man, he do, and he's all teeth and gums, see? It started out like this leg is bugging my pad. This pretty tells me it's got no class, something's missing. Something's missing, I ponder, like man after a smash a couple of days before. Something's missing, she comes on like warped wax, like a demented disc she's making this bit. So what's missing that bugs you, little one, I ask her? Bear rug, she tells me. Like, wow, bear rug. But I dig this chicken, and when she comes on with this look like if you had a bare rug, it'd be good for something besides walking on. I'm thinking, crazy kiddo, like you know I tell her. This I'll pick up tomorrow. Like maybe tonight we could pretend we got this Andy Pandy rug. Like four corners she looks and says, polar bear. Too much, little one, I tell her. Polar bear, she says. This kid's got a thing about polar bears, man. No way to get her off this kick. So, like I get the bear, no more bug, I got the rug. She's happy, she digs the thing, it's a great kick. But the point is, this New Year's thing, it's a good show. It's a thing to get a man thinking about resolutions. Like when New Year's comes swinging in, you ought to start thinking about fixing up your pad. Like getting a gig. Like, oh, you know, all the Mickey Mouse things that flying checkerboards did. Like... Say, what's that sound? Say, man, what's happening? Like, dig that music. They got what it takes. That noise really flips me. Acquaintance are forgotten. Oh, yeah? Like, make it, man. 